0: Hello, and how are you feeling today? Welcome to With Feelings, the podcast that will help you understand and take control of your emotions to create the life you want. I am your host, Stephanie, and on this episode, we are joined with Amanda from Amanda's Lost Thoughts. I have followed her on Instagram for a few months already, and all of her content was so inspiring to me. This episode was pre-recorded on the 8th of May, and I asked her a few questions that I received from you on Instagram. Hello, Amanda. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Hi, thank you so much for inviting me today, Stephanie. I am happy to be with you on your podcast. Um, everybody out there, my name is Amanda. I'm the founder at Amanda's Lost Thoughts. Uh, You can catch me on Instagram or Facebook at Amanda's Lost Thoughts. I help women overcome people-pleasing, move past shame and judgment, and embrace the life that they really wanna live, Um, embracing their own desires, embracing their own dreams and accepting themselves. Um, I'm an adoptee. Um, I was actually formerly a cult member. So went through a lot of things emotionally, that caused me to place myself last. So I spend my life now trying to help other people place themselves first and live the life that they truly desire, and accept themselves. And that's
0: me. So uh, this is a question I always ask on the podcast, and now I am finally joined by someone that can answer me live so how are you feeling today
1: this morning i'm feeling good i'm feeling centered um i don't know i'm feeling full today i'm happy
0: wow feeling full that's a really good answer i never heard anywhere i never heard anyone answering (laughs) feeling full
1: I'm full emotionally.
0: I'm whole I guess you could say. Oh wow that's such a good start to this episode. So today we are going to talk about people pleasing. So the very first question I have is what is people pleasing? Is it bad or is it positive?
1: I say people pleasing um, in my View it's negative because you're placing yourself last. You're putting everybody else first and harming yourself. Um, I consider people pleasing as like the inability to say no to people. Um, you know, we always want to be polite and nice, but there comes a point when you go beyond just being nice, and you are denying yourself of rest. Um, you're denying yourself of. know mental capacity you're denying yourself maybe even you know physically you're just making yourself stressed out because you're trying to extend yourself overextend yourself to anybody who asks you anything so um that's what i consider people pleasing when you're just placing everybody else before yourself to the detriment of yourself or to the harm of yourself
0: could you give us an example
1: A very common example is um, maybe sometimes you'll have a person on a workplace and everybody will ask this one person to do things because they know this is a person on the job who's not going to say no. (laughs) So (laughs) if you have, uh, have a project that they need help on or if they need somebody to stay overtime for the fifth time this week. They know they can go to this one person because this person is never going to say no. So that's your classic uh, people pleaser. And there's usually one in every family, one in every office. (laughs) Uh, So that that is the example that I always gravitate towards because I have been that person in some format on my job in in the past when I was working different jobs. Just I don't want to say no. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But could it also be uh fear or feeling um insecure or i also heard uh, codependency
1: i feel um i feel that it is definitely insecurity it is definitely fear um to the next level <laughs> it's, it's a deep insecurity it's a deep fear um codependency i would say is more dealing with one person like maybe your spouse or maybe a parent that you are just so intertwined and entertained entertained with that you know you accept any behavior from them and you won't you know you won't i don't want to say disobey but you won't um do anything to discomfort them because you're so intertwined with this person as a people pleaser will do anything for anybody basically that adds um A good way to differentiate those would be a people pleaser, let's say, like we were saying, is on the job. If the boss asks them to work late, they're so afraid, they're so fearful, they're so insecure about their position, they're going to say yes. The codependent person, if they're codependent with the spouse and the spouse wants them home, they're going to tell that boss no. (laughs) Because the spouse is the person that they are... um, that they feel inferior to. The spouse is the person that they are intertwined with and locked in emotionally. So I would say that would be the difference between those two. The codependent is more like one person that they're going to yield to. And the people please please express themselves thin with everybody or whoever's putting the most pressure on them right now.
0: Yeah, because uh, so when I was a teenager, I was asked by most of my parents' friends to babysit for their kids, and I would say yes every time, even if I didn't have time. And uh, and my reward was when uh, they were telling my parents that how good I was, and they were always praising me for taking the responsibility and the time, and at the time... I don't know if it was me being a people pleaser or me being scared of disappointing my parents. I don't know if it makes sense with you.
1: Yes, um, I understand. I, I think a lot of people kind of wonder, like, what gets us into this behavior, different things, like, how do we kind of get into this? And I believe that you're speaking to that right now. Um, it can be where you have been made to feel like you're responsible for others a lot a lot of people when they're raised let's say they're the oldest child and they always have to be responsible for the younger siblings um you know that can develop them into a people pleaser um let's say if you feel guilty um you're raised to maybe feel guilty for different things or as you're saying you know it's kind of like you just kind of develop this on your own this like I don't want anybody to you know, think that I'm not this good person if, if I we we connect saying no with being a bad person or people having a negative view of us and that's not necessarily it um, but many times people can be raised to feel guilty for things or they can be raised to feel unworthy all mm-hmm. those can develop those things and um, I guess those behaviors that cause us to go into people's pleasing Once we get like, I can't say no Oh my goodness, this is going to destroy the image that everyone has of me For whatever reason that we built that image So, I think that's kind of how that gets started with us
0: Oh, okay So, um, we received one of the questions on Instagram And <laughs> it says uh, So why is yes easier than no
1: okay why is it easier to say yes i feel like nothing about the yes is easy <laughs> because many times when when you're approaching let's say we'll use that person and work again that never says no sometimes when people ask them something you can physically see them like they don't wanna do it. Like they you can physically see that they don't want to do it, but the no is harder. I think that's what it comes down to. The no is harder for the people pleaser. Sometimes when somebody asks you something, to say yes is so crushing almost. It's like you know you don't have the time, you know you don't have the energy, you know you don't have the resources, but the no is so much harder that you just can't bring yourself to go there. Um, i think that's what it is we're more afraid of saying the no and the effects that that may bring upon us um better than to say that the yes is just easy because i don't i think it's not um as you can physically see a lot of times that they, yes is not easy for people but cannot bring themselves to the no
0: yeah that's true the question then continued asking Uh, why do you have a hard time saying no and what do you suggest
1: i have lots of advice (laughs) Uh, yes i do i do um i i had to like just kind of it was a long process but no when you've been doing this a long time if it's something that you've been doing since childhood um i even noticed that some people may get into a a bad relationship in adulthood with a person who's very you know demeaning or um, demanding and that will start their people pleasing they may have kind of just been normal as a young person The once they get into that relationship as adults it will make them view themselves totally different so how can you get better it's a bit of a process um it takes first i guess being really honest with yourself about why you're putting yourself last what are the feelings that you're feeling on the inside and make you feel like you're not important as everybody else Um, because to just say we can go from saying no to saying yes and we've been saying no our whole life unfortunately it's not that simple Um, it's definitely a process so you have to be honest with yourself about why you're putting yourself last Um, you have to bring your own mental value of yourself up a lot of times we see ourselves as inferior. We see ourselves as insecure. Um, you have to take inventory of yourself and your value that you bring to the world, the skills that you have, the talents that you have, the people in your life that love you and care about you. All those things play into building you up to put yourself first. Because when that person asks us to do something, and you know you have a family at home that needs your time, and you go. Aah! you're not placing your family at home first. You're not placing them as a priority, you're overextending yourself. So I feel we have to take inventory of everything um, that we bring to the world and we have to find a way um, to bring our value up internally. And that gives us that strength when we need to, to say no. Um, Also, we have to start structuring our life um, developed my anti people pleasing program i guess if you want to call it with some of these things as the pillars but it takes a restructuring of our life if you've been this way your entire life when you're a people pleaser you are basically an extra in your own movie (laughs) because everybody else is telling you where to go what to do when to cut (laughs) you know what scene you need to be on they're directing you you're not the main character in your own life you're not the director You're just an extra. (laughs) So it takes a complete restructuring of our life to put ourselves as important. And Sometimes it's so hard for us to see ourselves as important, to see ourselves as needing of time, of self-care, all those different things. So it takes a restructuring. It takes developing a boldness. It takes taking inventory of who you are as a person and what value you bring to the world to say in any given moment i'm important and i need to be placed first and that's what i work on and i work on teaching people oh wow
0: that's so powerful um wait i'm speechless um but you mentioned earlier that this is probably because you were growing up with people that made you feel less than what you are. So does it start from childhood? Do you learn being a people pleaser from the start?
1: Like I said, it, it usually starts young. It usually starts young. It's usually due to the family dynamic. Um, but I've also seen people who have kind of grown up generally normal and then maybe let's say early teens or early 20s they get into a relationship with a domineering person or a demanding person and then that changes the trajectory of the rest of their life um because they begin to reformat the way they think about themselves based upon this person that they thought that loved them but that you know made them feel those things guilty shameful all of those things so it normally does start in childhood or in the family dynamic but i have seen a few cases where people who are like this and they realize after maybe they get divorced or something like oh my gosh like i started this you know after this this relationship brought me so far down so um, but normally though it is kind of something mm-hmm. that you grew up with in childhood.
0: um so if you were talking about it on our DMs, right? On Instagram. And I mentioned that I have a dear friend that would like to stop (laughs) being a people-pleaser. But what would you do as a friend? What would you suggest to say to the people-pleaser's
1: friends? It's a subtle thing because essentially, people-pleasing is abusing yourself. And if you think about someone that's in an abusive relationship, sometimes if you say something to them the wrong way, it will cause them to withdraw from you. And a people pleasing most of us are very good at manipulating our emotions, manipulating how we present to the world based upon whoever needs us to be whoever at that particular moment. So if you don't approach them um, in the correct way, it could just cause them to change how they are around you. Um, But I would say what i would usually do um because i can get sometimes i get a little upset because i see people um putting themselves last so i have to be careful with this but um if you're asking somebody something and you know they're saying yes and you physically see but they want to say no you can say things to them like um are you sure you know um are you is this causing an issue for you um just kind of take them through the thought pattern to make them really think about it and then kind of reassure and let them know you're important too, you know. I may need you to do something or that person may need you to do something, but you're important too. I think that kind of brings sometimes us back to realize Um, and you may even you just have to kind of drive it into them. You're important too, you know. Your time is important too. Your energy is important too, um, you know. Think about that, just kind of reinforcing or bringing back to their mind because the people pleaser is going to normally be on default to whatever this other person needs. (laughs) So you have to bring it back to their mind what they need, what's the priority in their life, um, what they should put first. And I mean, in a gentle way, if you can, and and just kind of reverting their mentality to see that it's okay to put myself first in this given situation.
0: Well, what, what helped me was um, one time I think I was really really struggling and I think it was my husband or I don't know I think it was him but uh, he said something like um, if you say yes to them you're saying no to yourself So every time I have this process in my head and it's funny sometimes because you can you you can see that I'm elaborating the whole thing in my head, I'm I'm questioning myself and sometimes um, when people ask me for a favor, I stand there and the people are like, why does it take her so long to answer but I'm actually just keep thinking oh does does it make me happy Uh, is it saying no to myself you know this kind of question because I'm trying to always remember that every time I say yes to something else it means that I'm saying no to myself
1: that is correct we are only we're only we have limits, you know, we we only have so much energy, we only have so much time Um, we only have so much mental capacity within a day before, you know, you're like blah, so if you think about managing or budgeting that time, that energy that mental capacity, how much are you giving to other people? You're taking from yourself, it's not saying that we can't do things for other people we we shouldn't go on a no strike you know, everything's no (laughs) that's not good, but You have to really look at these things as in we have a quantity and we have to reserve the most important parts of our time, our energy, our mental capacity for ourselves and for those that we love so we can be of most help to them, so we can be most efficient for them. Um, And we will always have enough to give when necessary to other people. But when you overextend yourself, that's only so much of you. So you are saying no to yourself when you're overextending to other people. It is definitely right. That is a jewel right like there. That. that is a key. Oh, okay, I will. I will keep reminding that. <laughs> yes, yeah, I do it too. It's. It's. I guess that when you've grown up with this, you most of your life, it's a mental pattern that takes a lot of breaking down, and. Um, you do have to kind of sit there for a few seconds and go, wait a minute. Am I important? Oh God, what's going to happen if I say no? Yeah. Like all of these things are going in your mind and you have to bring yourself back to that clarity. It's okay. And I'm just at this point, I'm like, they'll be okay. <laughs> they, they will survive if I say yeah. no. But why do you think it is
0: more most mostly common to be a people pleaser when you are
1: a woman? Um in most societies um, women are raised to feel like they are inferior most women are raised to um, they use the word a lot here in the states I'm not sure about everywhere else but being subject to your husband or your spouse or whatever and you know those things can take on a different meaning to us when we have grown up in certain ways you know um, what may be, you know, n- normal to the next person who may not have grown up with a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, um, a lot of over-responsibility to a person that has grown up with these things. Just being respectful to your husband can take, you know, on a whole new meaning. It's like, I can't put on anything. I can't, you know. So I think just that most societies place women as the weaker person, Um, in a male and female relationship or they place people as women as secondary I think that kind of just conditions our mind and for those of us who've had that um, uh, I don't know traumatic or a guilt filled childhood it just makes it worse for us and we take that to the extreme
0: (laughs) yeah um, you were talking about your anti-people pleasing program. Yes. yes. You want to talk about it? Yes.
1: Um, I, I said anti-people pleasing, but I call it <laughs> Operation Confidence for people pleasers. Um, helping us develop the confidence to say no. Um, and it takes my program is about seven weeks. It's a seven week program, and it just takes you through kind of those things I mentioned. Um, taking inventory of yourself, seeing why you feel this way, seeing what happened as you grow up to cause you to think in this way, really breaking down that mental pattern and putting yourself as the director and the main character in your own life. You are no longer an extra in your own life. Um, Just teaching people to take that control back because it's so important and it's so detrimental when we give our power to everyone else Um, if anyone wants to get in touch with me see me on Instagram Amanda's Lost Thoughts I got a link in the bio to just connect with me and we'll have a little chat and get you on the path to where you need to be
0: (laughs) perfect Uh, thank you Amanda for joining us today Um, I hope we meet in person soon and, well, thank you again for joining.
1: Thank you for inviting me today. It was a pleasure. Um, and I hope your listeners are encouraged to move forward. And get out of some of their people, pleasing.
0: <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of With Feelings. It was a totally different episode. And I hope you really, really enjoyed it. Because I did. And it was a pleasure to spend some time with Amanda. Uh, I will leave her, um, her Instagram on the show notes. And if you have any suggestions on our next guest, please let me know on Instagram. And see you next Monday.